Liftoff and the clock has started. This is 20 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. She is absolutely correct in that she, by the way, is my executive producer, also known as my wife. Welcome to 20 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. My name is Doug Prezak. Thank you very much for listening, wherever you are, the United States, any country around the world. I appreciate you turning in, as always, and spending your 20 minutes with me. And if you want to be an announcer on the show, stay tuned to the very end of the podcast. Uh, there's a little bit to tell you how you can do that. And let's see, this is episode 29. Now, let me be upfront. If you were searching around the podcast directories and you saw the title of this show is Hail to the Chiefs, and you think this is about the Kansas City Chiefs, well, let me explain what this episode is all about. You see, we just went through a horrendously long election process here in the United States, and yesterday we uh, swore in Joseph Biden as the 46th president of the United States, which means there were 45 of them before him. Now, everybody can just relax. You can unpucker yourself. Uh, I don't care who you voted for. And I know you don't care who I voted for. And people in France and Germany and Japan, they really don't care either. No, this is going to be a, a history class. Okay, bear with me. It's going to be a hit. And you're going to learn a few things. Don't hit the stop button. Take your finger away from that little box that says stop. This is going to be a very short, very short 20 minute class. Remember, college classes are at least an hour long. So this is only one third of the time you'd spend in, in class in uh, college or high school. It's only 20 minutes and it really won't be that bad. This is some stuff you probably didn't know. And even more importantly, I didn't know either, but you know what happened? That's right. I did the research. You don't have to. Let's get started. Way back in March of 1789, the United States Constitution was officially enacted and the office of the President of the United States was established. In the following month, General George Washington was sworn in as the first Commander-in-Chief. Now, here's something of note. Only 45 men have had the job. And you're saying to yourself, but Doug, you just said Joe Biden was the 46th President of the United States. That's because one of these guys served two non-consecutive terms, which is why we have 45 guys and 46 Presidents. See, you learned something already. I'm going to go through each of the presidents and give you a little known fact. And when it's all over with, you're going to feel so historically enriched, you'll thank me. You'll say to yourself, damn, that was the best history class I've ever been in. We'll kick things off with George Washington. Now, George is technically the highest ranking member of the nation's military. Back on July 4th, 1976, when we were doing that whole celebrate uh, the bicentennial thing, a joint resolution was passed posthumously to promote Washington to the title of General of the Armies of the United States. And that ensured that no other member of the military could ever outrank him. This makes George Washington, the United States, the only six-star general. The second president of the United States was John Adams, and he signed a congressional act that created the United States Marine Band in 1798. The band is known as the President's Own. They played the first ever New Year's Eve celebration at the president's house and later at Thomas Jefferson's inauguration. Thomas Jefferson clocks in at number three, and here's something about Jefferson. He kept mockingbirds as pets because he loved to listen to them sing. His favorite of the bunch was a bird named Dick. <laughs> Why he didn't get a better name like, oh, I don't know, maybe something like Feathers McHarrington. But no, his favorite bird's name was Dick. The fourth president was James Madison. Now, James and his wife, Dolly Madison. Hey, 
that that bakery thing. Anyway, Dolly Madison, they were crazy for ice cream, and they had an ice house built on the grounds of their Montpelier estate. They were known to serve bowls of oyster ice cream at official government functions. Can you just hear that now? Say, we're going to have some dessert now. Would you like a big bowl of oyster ice cream? And I could just hear his guest saying, oh, would you look at the time? We got to get going, but thanks for dinner. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Oyster ice cream. I don't care what year it was. That's just plain wrong. James Monroe was the fifth president, and he and his wife, Elizabeth, attended Napoleon's coronation at Notre Dame Cathedral in 1804 while he was serving as the American ambassador to the United Kingdom. Bet you didn't know that one. Number six is John Quincy Adams. Now John enjoyed skinny dipping. He was known to take 5 a.m. buck naked plunges in the Potomac River as part of his morning exercise routine. The stuff you learn on this show, I tell you. Coming in at number seven was Andrew Jackson. You know, the guy from the $20 bill. He had a giant block of cheese that he kept in the White House. It weighed 1,400 pounds. He let the public eat the block of cheddar cheese after his time in the office was done. (laughs) Thanks, Andrew. Number eight was Martin Van Buren. And he was born in New York in 1782. And he was the first president to have been born after the American Revolution technically making him the first American-born president. The seven others before him were all born in the American colonies. William Henry Harrison was the ninth president of the United States, and he kept a goat as his pet, but he never bothered to name him. What is with these presidents and their weird pets? Anyway, he didn't name him, but he called him Billy Goat. (laughs) There's some originality for you. He also had a beloved cow he called Suki. Harrison's inauguration speech was the longest one to date. It went on for an hour and 45 minutes, and he was standing out in a snowstorm when he gave it. He died a month later of pneumonia. John Tyler was the 10th president, and Tyler had 15 children, which is the most known children by any president. (laughs) I like the emphasis on known children. What are they really saying there? Wink, wink. Number 11 is James K. Polk. When James was 17, he needed surgery to have some kidney stones removed. He had some brandy to numb the pain, but was awake for the entire procedure. You see, anesthesia wouldn't be invented for another 30-some years. Polk presided over the building of the Washington Monument, and he oversaw the issuing of the first postage stamp. Zachary Taylor was the 12th president, and Zachary was a war hero whose beloved horse, Old Whitey, was nearly as popular as he was. A number of times while old Whitey was out there grazing on the White House lawn, visitors would approach him and yank out a hair from his tail as a souvenir. And I'm sure old Whitey appreciated that. Millard Fillmore was sworn as the 13th president, and Fillmore was known as a voracious reader, and he kept a dictionary on him in order to improve his vocabulary Also, Fillmore did not have a vice president during his time in office. All right, let's take a quick reality check here. How's everybody doing? Anybody's hands cramping up from all the notes you're taking? We're all good to go? All right, let's keep going. The 14th president was Franklin Pierce. Franklin Pierce had a number of nicknames, including Handsome Frank. But the most embarrassing one for him was Fainting Frank. As a brigadier general in the Mexican-American War, He sustained a major groin injury 
during a battle in 1847 when he was thrown against the pommel of his horse. Ow! He only briefly passed out from the pain, but the nickname stuck. Poor Franklin. The 15th president was James Buchanan, and though James was engaged once in his late 20s, she broke it off. He became the only president who was a lifelong bachelor. Haters gonna hate. Now, everybody knows the 16th president of the United States was Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Before Abraham found his, quote, look with his famous beard, he was known for his fairly unkempt appearance. One reporter wrote of his beard as, quote, a thatch of wild Republican hair. (laughs) I don't know what's more interesting in that sentence. Either it's the word thatch or Republican hair. Either way, Lincoln is also in the Wrestling Hall of Fame because of his skills in the ring. As a young man, he only lost one match out of the 300 he participated in. Andrew Johnson was the 17th president of the United States, and Johnson never attended school. He had to teach himself how to read. The 18th president was Ulysses S. Grant. In an attempt to unite the North and South, Ulysses S. Grant made Christmas a national holiday in 1870. Number 19 is Rutherford B. Hayes. The first Siamese cat to arrive in America was sent as a gift to Hayes and his wife Lucy by the American consul in Bangkok. Siam the cat landed at the White House in 1879 after traveling by ship to Hong Kong, then San Francisco, and then by train to Washington, D.C. The 20th president was James A. Garfield. Now, Garfield did not seek to become president. At the 1880 Republican National Convention, delegates chose Garfield as a compromise presidential nominee on the 36th ballot. In the 1880 presidential election, he conducted a low-key front porch campaign and narrowly defeated his Democratic opponent. Chester A. Arthur clocks in at number 21, Arthur oversaw a massive renovation of the White House and its private chambers. Arthur hired Louis C. Tiffany, yeah, that Tiffany, to do all of the redesign. Now, to help cover some of the costs, Arthur had 24 wagon loads of old furniture, drapes, and other household items, some of which dated back to Adams' administration, sold at an auction. Number 22 is Grover Cleveland. He was born, actually, Stephen Grover Cleveland, but he dropped the Stephen before he got into politics. He was affectionately known as Uncle Jumbo by his younger relatives because he was nearly six feet tall and weighed 270 pounds. I say, how rude. The 23rd president was Benjamin Harrison. Harrison put up the first recorded White House Christmas tree in 1889, and he was known to put on a Santa suit for entertainment. Harrison was also the first president to use electricity in the White House, but he and his wife refused to touch the light switches for fear of electrical shock. The 24th president was Grover Cleveland. Yep, he's back. Cleveland was also the first and only U.S. president to serve non-consecutive terms, so he makes this list twice. Between terms, he moved back to New York City, and his wife gave birth to their famous first daughter, Baby Ruth. Yeah, that Baby Ruth. William McKinley was the 25th president, and he had a double yellow-headed Amazon parrot named Washington Post who served in an official capacity as the White House greeter. That sounds like something you'd see at Disneyland. The bird also knew the song Yankee Doodle Dandy, and the president would whistle the first few notes, and then Washington Post would finish the rest. 
This is normally the time when we would take a class recess, but this information is just too riveting, so I'm going to keep going. Number 26 was Theodore Roosevelt, or Teddy Roosevelt, as we all know him. Roosevelt watched Lincoln's funeral procession when he was just a child. For his official White House portrait, Theodore Roosevelt chose the famed French portraiture artist Theobald Chartrand. Now, Roosevelt, however, he hated that painting, and he hid it in a dark hall in the White House for years, and then he eventually burned it. President number 27 was William Howard Taft. In 1910, Taft became the first president to attend baseball's opening day and throw out the ceremonial first pitch. That's a tradition that's been honored by nearly every president since then. Nearly. And I'm not saying nothing else. The 28th president was Woodrow Wilson. Wilson, like many other uh, presidents, enjoyed daily rounds of golf to stay in shape and relax. He even used black golf balls so he could play through the winter. That's some dedication for you. Warren G. Harding was the 29th president, and it seems he loved playing poker instead of golf, and he held weekly games at the White House. Rumor has it he even bet and then lost an entire set of official White House china. (laughs) President number 30 was Calvin Coolidge. Now, three presidents, Adams, Jefferson, and Monroe, all died on the 4th of July. Calvin Coolidge, however, is the only president to have been born on that date. Before becoming the 31st president, Herbert Hoover was a self-made millionaire. He graduated from the Stanford University with a degree in geology, and then he globetrotted throughout his 20s, locating valuable mineral deposits. The 32nd president was Franklin D. Roosevelt. Now, when Franklin married Eleanor Roosevelt in 1905, They chose the date March 17th because his cousin, President Theodore Roosevelt, would be in New York City for the St. Patrick's Day Parade, and he agreed to walk Eleanor, his niece, down the aisle. FDR and Teddy Roosevelt were fifth cousins. Number 33 is Harry S. Truman. Truman once said that the S in his name didn't actually stand for anything, and that's been a subject of controversy ever since. Why? The 34th president is Dwight D. Eisenhower, and his military career spanned both world wars and made him one of only nine men to ever attain the rank of a five-star general, but he never once saw active combat. The presidential retreat Camp David is named after Eisenhower's five-year-old grandson, who we can only assume is named David. President 35 was John F. Kennedy. Now, because of his family's wealth, JFK donated all of his congressional and presidential salaries to charities. Kennedy was also the only president to win a Purple Heart. He was awarded the Purple Heart for his service in the Pacific during World War II. President 36 is Lyndon B. Johnson. Johnson nearly died in World War II. He boarded a plane and then exited the plane to use the restroom. When he came back, he boarded a different plane. The original plane he was on was destroyed in a battle, but the second plane survived. Richard Nixon was President 37, and his middle name, Milhouse, was actually his mother's maiden name. Gerald Ford is the 38th president, and he has a distinction that he's the only politician to serve as both president and a vice president without actually being elected to either office. Now, if you're my age, you know exactly how all of that happened, And if you're not my age and this is all foreign to you, it's some good homework for you, okay? Just Google Gerald Ford. 
The 39th president was Jimmy Carter. Now, Jimmy Carter was known for his frugality, and he went so far as to sell the presidential yacht while he was in office. The USS Sequoia had been in use since the Hoover administration, but by 1977, it cost $800,000 a year in upkeep and staffing. Carter sold it for $236,000. It just seems to me if he'd have put it on eBay, he probably could have gotten a lot more for it. Just, just saying. The 40th president was Ronald Reagan, and he's famous as being an actor first, then president, and for telling Gorbachev what to do with the wall. He was also a fussy eater who despised Brussels sprouts. Me too. Bush 41, or George H.W. Bush, as he's officially known, uh, he and his wife Barbara met as teenagers in 1941 and were married just over two years later. They died within months of each other in 2018, and their 73-year marriage was the longest of any first couple. The 42nd president was Bill Clinton. Now, as a 16-year-old, Bill Clinton managed to shake hands with President John F. Kennedy at a Boys Nation event in 1963. That meeting took place just four months before Kennedy was assassinated. George W. Bush was the 43rd president, and in 1993, two years before he became the governor of Texas, George W. Bush ran the Houston Marathon, finishing with a time of 3 hours, 44 minutes, and 52 seconds. He is the only president to have ever run in a marathon. The 44th president of the United States was Barack Obama, one of the most loved presidents of all time, and Barack Obama's love of basketball was well documented during his presidency, but according to one of his high school teammates, he earned the nickname of Barry Obama because of all the tough shots he was known to take and frequently miss. Obama's first job was scooping ice cream at Baskin Robbins, and he says he ate so much he no longer likes it. Number 45 was Donald Trump. Now, of the many commercial products that Trump has put his name on, the oddest might be a bike race called the Tour de Trump, which was meant to be the American answer to the Tour de France. It was called that for the first two years before being renamed the Tour de DuPont for its final six years as an event. Uh, Trump was also the only president to be impeached twice. And that brings us to our current president, number 46, Joe Biden. At the age of 78, Biden became the oldest president in the history of the United States. Previously, this title was held by Reagan, who was 77 when he left office. Among Joe Biden's family members making their way to the White House with him are his two beloved German shepherds, Champ and Major. And one of them is making history. Major, who was adopted from the Delaware Humane Association in Wilmington, Delaware, in 2018, will be the first shelter dog to ever occupy the position of first pet. Yeah, I heard it. The class bell. I know class is over. Don't jump out of your seats yet. What have we learned today? Well, frankly, we learned too much. So I'm just going to wrap it up there. Thanks for your attention. And thanks for listening to 20 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. Bye-bye. All right, class dismissed. Everybody can leave now. Orderly, easy, take it easy. Don't race each other out the door, just one at a time. Don't forget your books. All right, have a good day. All right, and I'll I'll see you next time. All right, bye-bye, everybody. Hi, it's me again, Doug. I want to take up a couple more seconds of your time. Just to remind you, if you want to stay informed of when uh, the next podcast is posted, 
all you need to do is sign up at uh, on that Instagram machine. It's at that 20MYNGB, 20MYNGB, and that means 20 minutes you'll never get back. Uh, if you sign up there, you'll uh, always see when the next podcast is uploaded. And if you want to leave some comments, by all means, please do go to the uh, website at 20minutespodcast.com. So it's 20minutespodcast.com, and uh, you can... Uh, Leave your comments there. It also tells you how you can be an announcer for the show. So take take a look at those two things if you'd like and stay informed. And all, as always, thank you very much for listening to uh, 20 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.